NASCAR doesn't know what rain is, and Eric Almiroli wins, finally. Max Verstappen fucking dies, and <laughs> Toto's emails get leaked. Let's get into it. Oh my god. Uh, poor Max. <laughs> poor guy, dude. Uh, we'll get into that later. But we'll first. Get that. That's a huge topic that we'll have to save for the end. Uh, so New Hampshire was an amazing race. I would vote best race of the season. Now, I am Northeast biased, but mm-hmm. amazing. Oh yeah? What uh, made it so good? The racing. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Not the passing, the racing? No, the racing. And people are going to bitch because of what happened in the first seven laps. And I really don't care what your opinion is on that. Because, <laughs> listen, it was a mistake. NASCAR knows it was a mistake, and they probably won't fix it because they're NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it goes. Run again, what happened? Um, so, in the first seven laps, there was, like, a light mist in the air. And then it started, like, really raining. And the two leaders spun out and wrecked being Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. Both Ooh. of them spun and wrecked. And then Denny Hamlin also spun further back in the field. Now, I'm just saying, is it a coincidence that the three Gibbs Toyotas would spin? And Chris Rebell is sideways. Now, that's all four. And those were the... And Alex Bowman looked like he had grip and drove around it. That seems kind of sus to me. Like There's some correlation there. Chase Elliott definitely slid, mm. but he didn't spin. Yeah. Uh, I think Larson was behind him. He slid, but he didn't spin. And Alex Bowman also kind of drove around Denny Hamlin as he was spinning. So it looked like he had grip. Yeah. So I'm just saying, it's a little bit suspicious. It's a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Something's not adding up. So, Gibbs, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Or is it uh, Hendrick, what are you doing? No, it can't be, though, because the rest of the field didn't wreck either. Like There was more than just Hendrick in there. True. Um, Mm. hmm. Odd coincidence. I wonder what that could have been. So then Kyle Busch becomes Kyle Busch and starts bump drafting the pace car down the back straightaway. Yeah. And by bump drafting, I mean beating the shit out of it. Now, let me say this. I'm not a Kyle Busch fan, okay? Yeah. But they went to a backup pace car after this. They literally brought out a second pace car because they claimed the first one was too damaged to continue. No way. There was almost no damage on that pace car, okay? <laughs> like, it was it was beat a little bit on the back, but nothing more than your minor fender bender. Like, just drive the freaking pace car, man. Ha- don't be so dramatic. What can possibly be so wrong with it that they have to change it out? Yeah, like really. That? Like, he bumped it. He was unhappy with you. That's the least of your concerns when he's unhappy with you. <laughs> Does it affect aerodynamics that much? Like, a it's pace a pace car. car! It's a pace car. You don't have to go that fast. I mean, you have to go kind of fast, but it's... 60 miles an hour. That's it. <laughs> that's not... Yeah, that's highway speeds. Not even. Yeah, not even. Not even. So, I don't know what they're complaining about, but... Anyway... <coughs> sorry. Kind of COVID. Anyway. Kind of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. No, Kyle Busch hits the pace car, and then he goes into the interview, and I'm thinking, yes, we're going to get... <laughs> A Kyle Bush moment here. Yeah. And he goes, I just better not say anything. Because if I do, no. I'm going to get in trouble. And it's like, come on. We've ruined Kyle Bush. Something. I hate Kyle Bush, but we've ruined Kyle Bush. You got to say something. Why wouldn't you say anything? Come oh on, my man. God. That's just a disappointment to society. It really is. Like, like it could have been a moment to go down in history. Exactly. But no. I think... I think what it is is people like me giving Kyle such a hard time. But I don't even give Kyle a hard time anymore because I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just who he is. I don't like him, but that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate what he brings to the sport. Exactly, yeah. And I appreciate that he brings a bit of personality to the sport, unlike other people. 
uh, like some people. I uh, like. I mean, I like William Byron, but he has no personality. Uh, Alex Bowman only has a Twitter personality. Um, yeah. Ryan Blaney has very little personality. Like he did one joke where he drank through a mask, and then Chase Elliott's like, <laughs> "Sorry, Elliott fans, it's true though." Um, oh, man, I just you got it. We need more like uh, Tony Stewart or something like. We interviews. need. We need more. I hate to say it, Kyle Bushes. Yeah, well. It makes it interesting. Exactly. And we need, like, a younger Joey Logano. Like, I hate them, but we need them. We do need We them. need those people to hate. They Yeah, exactly. You need the people that are so toxic in the sport that they can polarize their fan base. Mm-hmm. Like Noah Gregson. Yeah. I wish Noah Gregson would find speed in the Xfinity Series again and have a potential shot at a cup ride next season because we need that personality in the sport. It's like, um, it's kind of like the, the saying, no, or... Bad press is good press. Or yeah. Whatever. It's no like, press is or, or bad bad press. No press is bad press or no. I, think I don't know what the saying is. It's like even if it's bad, it's still good. Uh, or bad press is good. Pre- I don't know. It's something like that, but you know what I mean, though. <coughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was actually a really good race because in the final stage, what I don't agree with was NASCAR was like okay so we had a rain delay for about two hours yeah because it started downpouring mm-hmm. they got the track dry all good we're going racing again and what does nascar do we're almost at the light like the end of the lights so they don't have lights at new hampshire okay so at the stage and we're like okay there's no way we're getting this whole race in like it's very close if we get one caution we're done if yeah. we have no cautions we're very very tight but they don't give a set lap that they're going to they just say okay we're gonna go as far as we can and when we feel like it we're gonna call 10 to go what? Yeah, and if, and if it's like 10 to go at 10 to go, then great. Oh, my God. So it's like these guys are like, well, do we run really long and hope for a caution and then maybe win the race, or do we come and do a normal pit stop at halfway? Like, what do we do? It's rolling the dice. There's no strategy that you can set on. Like, it's It was just – it was crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, But it is what it is. I mean, NASCAR has some things to figure out. They have had things to figure out for a while now, and it's <laughs> – as a fan, as a fan base, like I think, I think as Darian put it best, uh, Black Flags Matter. He said, um, "I love you, NASCAR. I'll always be a fan of you." But there's a reason I started watching other motorsports as well. Yeah, and that's that's, that's that. That's all he had to say. That's all he had to say. And that's that's why I kind of jumped on F1. I never watched F1 before the season, mm-hmm. or I watched like Drive to Survive, and that was it. Yeah, Drive to Survive actually. That's what got me into it. A friend of mine wanted to get into um, F1, and I said, watch Drive to Survive. And now he's like, they teach so much on Drive to Survive. I think mm-hmm. it's an amazing show. I think NASCAR should have something like that. Yeah, I, I agree. And it'll get more fans on especially if it's on Netflix. People are bored, something to watch. Oh, what's this? I mean, I spent three last days watching Cobra Kai, and I never even seen the Karate Kid. So it's, that tells you right there what Netflix could do for you. Exactly. Like any show or documentary about any sport motorsport any anything can yeah. get someone into it and like, cobra kai is so good man <laughs> <laughs> i still have yet to watch that so good yeah i, I might <laughs> but yeah Na- new hampshire was an amazing race mm. um the pa- like in the final stage i think we had three passes for the lead you had eric amarola driving through the field him pissed off at chase elliott like the two of them like eric amarola like i'm gonna spin this guy and the two of them hitting brad keselowski ran into the back of ryan blaney that's his teammate to move him out of the way to take the lead. You could move each other and not wreck them. And there was multiple lanes at a racetrack that NASCAR claims has no lanes. And that's why they put PJ1 down. They didn't put PJ1 down this race. And they had like 
two really good lanes of racing. Yeah. And side-by-side racing, and it's like, well, if you had stocks in PJ1 on Sunday, you were pulling them out on Monday because, listen, I don't. I think we're going to use it at a couple of tracks, but this will make NASCAR really reconsider, do they need PJ1? And I've always been a person that hates PJ1, so thank God. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It just gave a groove that's unnatural to the racetrack. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense, actually. It yeah. makes artificial racing is all it does. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we've talked about it before. That's what we're trying to prevent. Yeah, like Phoenix, they really literally run the fence in one and two now because the PJ1 and a bit in like the middle of the racetrack in three and four because the bottom is so bad compared to the very top of the racetrack on a flat racetrack. Does that make sense? You're on a flat racetrack and the top of the racetrack is the better spot to be? Hmm, let me think about that for a second. No. Yeah, no. That's just that's BS racing. That's all that is because it has more grip than the bottom, so you get more speed. Dumb. God. Stupid. Fabricated racing. <laughs> so tired of it. Me too. But in the last couple of weeks, we have seen Hendrick have quite the setback. That's true. It's been crazy. That's I don't know. True. New Hampshire's never been their best racetrack. Like, I don't think they've won here since like 2010. Yeah. So I don't think we can use this race as a judgment point. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the last couple of weeks, you've seen different winners. I mean, Eric Almarola came out of nowhere i know I'm absolutely so, amazing can we just take a, a little side note to say i am so proud listen eric <laughs> i'm so proud of you <laughs> you're gonna make a grown man cry <laughs> you will make a grown man cry <laughs> and if i thought anyone from stewart Haas was gonna win at new hampshire i thought it was gonna be kevin harvick because I think, yeah eric Amarola was 27th in points i know and now he's 23rd after one race and in the playoffs he was so unlucky all his luck just came out in one uh one race and yeah paid off see the one thing about the playoffs that i don't i don't necessarily like it but it's okay <laughs> it's okay i guess is that it does give the excitement factor that if one guy gets a lucky race and i don't even want to call this a lucky race because he earned it he drove to the front and he earned it it's not like he won a daytona where yeah. you know anyone can win he exactly. drove to the front at a very difficult racetrack and won mm-hmm. great on you but after one good race he's in the playoffs yeah like that's crazy. It's, it's something. I mean, it's uh, it's all opinion. Like it's one good thing. It's kind of decent. Um, but some could argue that it's it's not fair. Well, it wouldn't be fa- not fair because he earned that place. I mean, that everybody race, so. has the same opportunity to go do it. Exactly. So it's a weird strategy, but it works. So it's kind of interesting to see. But I, I don't. I just don't think they had any speed this season. And they oh, no, and Harvick no. said many weeks ago, seven fifty racetracks are where we're going to win our races if yep. we go win. And look where we are. 750 horsepower race. Yep, that's it. Like, all the best races, except for Las Vegas, which was a very good race, were on 750 horsepower. Drivers actually had to drive the car racetracks. Mm-hmm. Like, amazing. Uh, you saw Ryan nice. Blaney coming off the corner, just wheeling it. I mean, back and forth. Like, the car hung out sideways, and he was in the lead. Like, they had to drive the car? Like, he was oh driving the hell out of that car. Oh, my God. All of them were. And it was amazing to watch. Yeah. It was entertaining. That's the best part. I was supposed to go on call with someone, and I literally held off for 50 minutes because I was watching the race. The best part, I'm sorry to cut you off, I don't know if you're trying to, Mm -hmm. but it's not fabricated excitement. (laughs) It's real excitement. It's real racing. Yeah. This is what we want. They had, Almirola drove through the field. Yeah. You can't say he had a good starting spot because he finished, like, way in the back last week. Uh So you can't say he had a good starting spot, just held it. He drove through the field. It's just astonishing. And it's amazing. And his spotter was the best part. He's like, come on up there and get his ass. Get his ass. You got him. Knock this bitch out of the way. 
basically the whole time. And then <laughs> he comes over to the race track. He's like, it's getting pretty dark out. Like, they're all trying to get NASCAR to throw the last lap. And yeah. Eric's like, this is the darkest I've ever been in a race car. Oh, he's just trying to bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he, like, lost the 10th or whatever. And yeah. Joel was like, listen, just keep driving the race car your best line. That was a bad lap. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, my. With that spotter, I don't know, like. If that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. Yeah, and like, then he was coming up on the... It was supposed to like, like five to go. Christopher Bell was driving him down, okay? Mm-hmm. Christopher Bell might have won this race and went the full distance. It was very close. Wow. But Almirola was coming up on the back of Austin Dillon, and Austin Dillon's right on that playoff bubble. Like, he got cu- knocked out. He's five points out right now. Mm-hmm. And he kind of needs a win because we have, like, 13 different winners, and Denny Hamlin is far gone. And Harvick's only 82 points in. Harvick has two bad races. He's done. Oh, yeah. That's not a lot. Wow. If we get another surprise winner at two road courses and Daytona, we could very possibly see Kevin Harvick miss the playoffs, even though he's like would be seventh in regular points. Wow. Or eighth or ninth, but still right there. You hate to see it. Yeah, you, you hate, you to, hate see it. to see it. But that's, that's why that, we got. That's why we got rid of. Rid that's of why we got rid of the playoffs, man. Yeah. Um. <sighs> but without the playoffs right now, we would have a very good battle for the championship. Mm-hmm. Right now, it'd be consistency versus wins. Larson, right now, if we went to the old style of points, would be, I think, 12 points behind Denny Hamlin for the championship. I'm talking, like, right there. Hamlin doesn't have a win. Larson has four. This could be wins versus consistency all over again and be an amazing championship battle, but we're not going to be able to see it because we're going to keep going to new rounds and new rounds and new rounds and get one good race. Uh, Oh, uh, so dumb. Come on. But that's that's the way NASCAR wants to be, so whatever. It is what it is. I can't really do much about it. No. Except I, complain. <laughs> oh, I can complain a boatload. We're, we can complain all day. That's all we do. No, so my favorite part was when he was driving up on the back of Austin Dillon, though. Sorry, that's sidebar. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Austin Dillon was holding him up. And I don't blame Austin Dillon. Mm-hmm. This is the exact same thing Ross Chastain did last week. He was not even helping a teammate, but this is Austin Dillon's playoff life. I have no issue with Austin Dillon was doing. Yeah. Wasn't yelling at the TV for Silver Spoon to get his ass out of the way? Yes, I was. <laughs> I I'm not going to de- de- deny that. Yeah. But I'm an Almirola, well, I won't say fan, but I'm a Stuart Haas Racing fan. So I like Almirola and I need Almirola to win. And also with his performances pre- prior to the season, just the un- unluckiness he's been. Yeah. It's, like, it's really nice to see some someone like that. Exactly. And that's what we want to see. So, I was like, Silver Spoon, get your ass out of the way right now, okay? Just <laughs> yelling at the TV. But I had no issue with what he was doing. Yeah. I can yell at the TV all I want, okay? Oh, exactly. But I can still have no issue with what he's doing because he's racing for his own playoff lives. I can't blame him. If I was in his position, no. I would do the same thing. Yes, that's literally your job. Yeah, they're racing drivers. They want them to race. If I don't do my job, I get fired. Exactly. But you all bitch about someone doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. You put it in that perspective, it's like... It, it really makes it clear. Yep. But, no, so, uh, yeah, yeah anyway. Yeah, but no. But sorry, yeah. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so amped up because Eric Almorola won the race. It's, just give us a second. We need <laughs> But his crew chief comes over the radio and is like, get the son bitch out of the way. And, like, just telling him, get him out of the way. Get this guy out of the way. <laughs> and it oh was God. amazing. And Almorola gets out of the car. Yeah. Like screaming, going oh, nuts. Yeah, I I'm saw like, the photos and the videos. This is awesome, man. He has excitement. That's get... pure happiness right there on his face. Amazing. Oh my god. And it's only his third career win. His other one was a Ray Shorten win and a Daytona or a Talladega win. Oh, well, so this is his first win where he's like on a I don't want to say real racetrack, but on a racetrack where 
more it, skills involved or less well, luck? Well, you still need a certain skill set to win at Talladega, yeah. but it's less luck. Less luck, Talladega yeah. is a very lucky racetrack, and if you say that it's not, well, I mean, you can argue that it's not because Dale Jr. won there so many times, so you can say how lucky is Dale Jr., but True, there but. is a certain skill set that has to go with that type of racing, but it's still more of a chance to win. I mean, we saw Michael McDowell win the race this year. Yeah. So yeah. that just speaks to it, right? Mm-hmm. But... Sorry, <coughs> I'm dying over here, guys. <laughs> you um, a cough drop or something? No, I I don't know what I need. You need Jesus. <laughs> I need Jesus, right? <laughs> you now. need Jesus. Um, no, so I don't even know what I was ranting about, but it was amazing uh, to see. Oh yeah, his first win on the yeah, real race track. Real, and then yeah, so I mean, <coughs> yeah, it's like it's it's Talladega and Daytona take a certain skill set, but. Um, when you take any, most other tracks, it's um, less luck. Um, it's more consistency with the the higher up, you know, cars and the higher up guys. So it's nice to see, and it it's kind of especially among the fan base, it proves a little bit more about his skill, I guess. Exactly. And what I love to see was Brad Keselowski racing is going to be former teammates super hard. Yeah. He was like, I don't care. I'm out of here next year. I'll race you. I'll go for the win. This is bad Brad time. This this is bad Brad time. <laughs> oh, I can't, I'm kind of That's his nickname is bad Brad. Yeah. So I don't think I just came up with that. But No, but it, we're going to see more of it now that he's uh, moving. I hope so. I hate Brad Kozlowski, but I really want to see bad Brad come out. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. Again, I we hate him, but it's exciting. He was exciting in like 2014 when he pissed everyone off in the garage. <laughs> that was really exciting. Oh, yeah. Super exciting. <clears throat> but the unfortunate part of him going to Roush Fenway is that Ryan Newman probably doesn't have a seat anymore because he's taking the sixth car. Mm-hmm. So, and Chris Bush has already signed on. So they're talking about potentially running Ryan Newman part-time, but Ryan Newman's currently searching his options. I really don't see anyone picking up Ryan Newman. I love yeah. Ryan Newman, but, I mean, he's at the point in his career where he's kind of not there as much anymore. And, you know, it's tough to see. Mm-hmm. But Sadly, probably not. Yeah, I agree. No. Phoenix is a 750 racetrack, and that's the championship race. Right. So this is my question to you. We look at the top six cars in this race. Okay. Five Fords. Sorry about that. The mic kind of cut out. But anyway, this is what I was talking about. So there was five Fords in the top six at a 750 racetrack. So do we see Ford kind of take a step forward and win the championship if one of them gets to that race? Or are we seeing like a Hendrick sandbag right now and Chevrolet just kind of sandbagging as well so they don't get their equipment taken away? Uh, I hate as, as much as I hate to admit it, Hendrick is probably sandbagging. They're probably going to come back out of nowhere. I want, you know, Ford to do better, but the reality of it, probably. Yeah, and I think we see like, right now, Denny Hamlin is second in points, okay? Right. And he could legitimately miss the playoffs if three more guys win in the next four races. True. As second or in first in points if he drops to second. Mm-hmm. That would be utter horseshit, bro. <laughs> it would. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. And we could legitimately see Ross Chastain win a race. I mean, he's right there. He's finished top 10 like four, three of the last four races, I think. Yeah. Like, he's right there. Sorry, we were just checking if it was still recording. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this to happen again. We had uh, such a good conversation for like seven minutes past this. And oh then my we just god, kind of it was amazing. It we didn't realize it. Uh, gotta get new. I don't stuff. even know where we're at now, but SRX finished and Tony Stewart the championship. Yeah, Tony, Tony the people's man. Tony. Just kidding. He's really not the people's man. He's a polarizing figure. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, you love him or you hate him, and there's no in between. <laughs> I love him. I love him too. Who doesn't love Tony? Who doesn't love Tony? But yeah, so National Fairgrounds, they had Chase Elliott as the. Uh, I guess they called him, I don't know what he was. If he was a local hero, he took over Greg Biffle's car. Anyway, he oh, he raced yeah. amazingly, and he won. 
And I think that they should take the... I saw this on Twitter. They should take the NASCAR champion and move them back. Mm-hmm. Or not move them back, but move them over to SRX for that last race of the year. Every year. Any excuse you can find to get a racing driver into SRX and drive, like, it's just for fun. And, you know, it's, it brings more people to the, the... Just a little fun, like, exhibition type thing, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, and you know what? If NASCAR wants to cry about it, I really don't care, because NASCAR can cry about anything. They can cry about literally everything. Like, oh I don't care. God. It's We're watching racing. Yeah. And I saw so many people complaining about SRX and their, like, fun cautions, as Alan Bestwick puts it. And, like, there's a caution, like, after so many green flag graphs. But you know what? This is a show. Yeah. SRX is a, is a, it's literally superstar racing experience. It's not series. It's not, you know, I know it says racing in it, but it's not, it's not like a series. It's not something, it's an experience. Yeah. It's meant to be entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's meant to be a show. Where NASCAR is meant to be a racing series that you watch and suck it up if it's a bad race. There's no, like, drivers that are just SRX drivers. They're drivers that have their own respective series, their own sport, that go into SRX. So it's not, like, a competitive, you know, who's the best driver. This is for fun. This is for entertainment. And they knocked the heck out of it. It was an amazing time. Hinchcliffe in the booth with Bestwick was amazing. Mm -hmm. They interviewed drivers as they were going through the race. (laughs) Which is awesome. Amazing. I love it. And they also had many... Uh, just guest drivers. You saw Deegan come in. You saw Ernie Francis make a name for himself. I never, he might have had seven Trans Am championships, but I never heard of the guy before. Oh my God. And now he tweeted, someone tweeted something about we should see about SRX drivers coming over into NASCAR and who's, or Austin Cindric going to the Cup Series. Did we talk, did we talk about this last week? Austin Cindric and Harrison Burton thing with Matt DiBenedetto losing his ride? Maybe. I think we did. We might have touched on it. I anyway. Uh, yeah. Basically, Ernie Francis, someone said, who's going to take over the Penske ride? Mm-hmm. And Ernie Francis tweets out with his, like, the hand raise emoji for me yeah. at Team Penske to potentially take over the Xfinity ride and go NASCAR racing. Oh. I would love that, that man. That would be sick. Ernie Francis is funny as hell and great. I yeah. love the guy. And then Marcus Lemoyne, uh, the Camping World series, um, he's the main guy at Camping World, the okay. outdoor RV sales. He also sponsors a ton of race, tr- like the truck series, a ton of them. And he said, I'm in too at Team Penske as potentially a sponsor for him. Like this guy's won seven Trans Am champions. This is a guy you can yeah. market. And this is a guy that you can make huge. And Team Penske knows what he's doing. I mean, Penske literally has a net worth of almost $2 billion. Okay. Oh my God. The guy can field an Xfinity car for Ernie Francis. Come exactly. on, man. Do it. Please. Do it. Do it. Get her done. But I really wish I could have watched the whole end of the SRX thing, but I kind of I kind of passed out. Do they do? They have highlights for SRX, right? Yeah. Okay. Freight recording, man. I'm not <laughs> recording anything. <laughs> PVR, man. No. Yeah. I can't PVR anything because wh- I'm just gonna open Twitter, or Instagram, and be like, oh, this guy won. I'm gonna waste an hour of my life watching something I already know the end of. The only thing I do that with is TV shows, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! WTF one every time, every like something happens, immediately post it. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't, I don't use Facebook. I don't know why I said Facebook, but Instagram and Twitter, immediately. If I'm if I'm PBRing it and watching it like 30 minutes after the F1 race, mm-hmm. I'm already spoiled if I go on anything. <laughs> that was like when we were watching the F1 race this weekend. I messaged you yeah. after the incident. <laughs> Are you watching the race right now? You said I'm waiting for my dad. I was like okay that's all i said was okay because i didn't want to spoil it yeah oh and an, another friend of mine was watching it is like are you watching it right now and i'm like yeah just give me a second i'm like something big must have happened for two people to message me yeah. about this so i'm just like oh god when's it gonna happen <laughs> it didn't take you long to see it though no it, oh no but no i just spoil tv shows i can't i the only show i've watched so far i think is outer banks that i haven't spoiled for myself yeah and, and that was just the first season yeah well there you go i mean 
it it takes too long. Like yeah. just you might as well watch it in two times speed. Like exactly. I mean that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra Kai, bro. <laughs> I watched. I make. I think I made it season two and three quarters before I spoiled it, and I spoiled it. I was like, I don't care anymore. I want to see what happens. <laughs> attention span gone. <laughs> I have zero attention span a lot of the times. <laughs> that's why I watch my videos in two times speed for uh, for school. Oh my god, it's so much easier. Like, well, especially when your professors talk like a turtle. Like, just give me the information. The majestic sloth walks <laughs> at three miles an hour. Oh, I don't care. You I, don't have to talk at three miles pick, an hour. Pick it up. <laughs> I swear. Like, some people try to, uh, when they're explaining something, they try to do it slower so that you'll, the other person will understand. It completely um, disconnects me. Like, I, I just start dazing off. Yeah, then I'm, I'm sitting there I'm like. I'm not engaged. How many toes do sloths have <laughs> when they're talking about it? I'm like, man, sloths are from Australia. Do you also from Australia? Me neither. I don't know anyone from Australia. Oh, Daniel Ricardo, he's from Australia. You know, hey, F1 you race is pretty good this weekend. They're still talking about sloths. <laughs> Dude, and, sloths have like the smoothest brain because they have they eat food that has like no nutrient values. They're just idiots. Really? Yeah. They, oh, I didn't know I was a sloth. <laughs> <laughs> The self roast. Yeah, me and Lance Stroll both. Oh, Ooh, sorry, Lance Stroll. Sorry, not <laughs> like sorry. I'm still on NASCAR, still just roasting F1 drivers <laughs> constantly. Whenever you get the opportunity. But no, it's like the professor or whatever. My communications course in my college was so boring. I love the teachers; they were amazing. But man, the videos—they would come out. They're like talking about a resume. They're like, "So, on a resume, you really want to make sure that you're captivating while talking about." Your job experience. I'm like, bro, I know how to put my job experience on a freaking resume. Oh, my God. Yes, I worked at a grocery store. I don't care. <laughs> I'm good. I'm solid. <laughs> I got all I need right there. Um, yep. Um, uh, but s- saves time. Uh, I don't know what I was going with that. But I don't even know where we're going. Oh, no. We don't even have to do picks this week. I was about to say, hey, oh, wait, do we? No, we'll just do, we'll do picks We'll do a preview for the next race, which is, I want to say, the Indianapolis Road Course. Oh, sorry, TikTok's open. Whoa. <laughs> it was that really annoying sound on TikTok. The one's like, do, 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 oh, do. Oh, yeah, they, like, all one. punch their fists and answer stupid questions. That's so stupid. It's such a stupid uh, But, yeah, so we have a two-week hiatus here, and we're going, yeah, Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. So we're just going to do the picks now. If we do another okay. episode later, we'll just skip picks. Yeah, that's fine. Um... I have absolutely no clue. No, I'm going to pull up. I have my picks document open right here. Okay. Uh, I won the last week of Brad Keselowski. I'm so happy I didn't pick Denny Hamlin. Remember I was complaining that I couldn't get Denny Hamlin, and then he crashes on lap one, and I'm yeah. like, yes. <laughs> God, I don't know who. I don't know who to pick, man. I don't know who to pick. We're going to a road course that's never been ran before. I got to pull this up real quick. Uh, oh, God. Who have I not chosen yet? There's very few options. We already chosen him. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying over here. This is the have I taken this guy yet, or most, do I want to save him for anything? Most exciting no. segment of the show. All right, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll go first. Okay. Kyle Busch. You haven't chosen Kyle Busch yet? I haven't chosen Kyle Busch yet. Oh, my God. Um, have I chose... It's like Go Fish. <laughs> <laughs> If I chose, uh, God, there's not a lot. Quinn Hauf. Hauf. <laughs> no, I'm not letting you choose Quinn Hauf when you only have 26 picks, okay? There's another driver that's better than Quinn Hauf on there. A, uh, uh, good God. Okay, hold on. Uh, 
Bro, take Ryan Newman for all I care. Have you taken not, Ryan Newman yet? No, just take... Oh my god, I'm taking Ryan Newman then. Okay, I was gonna say, I have not... not Quinn Half, man. What <laughs> was that? I, I thought I picked uh, most of the other ones already. No, like, you've saved a couple, man. There's a couple there. Like, I don't think you've taken... Uh, well, you've taken them. Have you taken Daniel Suarez? Yeah, you did a couple yeah. weeks ago. Chris Buescher, yeah. You already cleaned out Stuart Haas. I know you cleaned out Stuart Haas. Oh, I cleaned out, like, first thing. Anyway, there's a couple guys you haven't taken yet. I'm like sure Michael there McDowell is, and that, but... I would, oh, really? Wait, have I taken Michael McDowell? Oh, have I? You've taken Michael McDowell, sorry. Yes, I have. Have I? I have not. I know who I'm taking for the next road course. Uh, <laughs> I got a whole lot of... A lot of nothing so far. Anyway, moving on from picks, I think that's about it for NASCAR. If anything else pops up in my head, I will definitely interrupt to take it over. But now we're moving on to the most controversial thing this week, <laughs> F1. Controversial of the entire season. I mean... Michael, Michael, I sent you an email <laughs> with a diagram attached regarding the Lewis incident. Did you check, Michael, check your email. I sent a, a diagram of the cars going around the turn. Can you please check it? Michael, I need you to check it. It was Valtteri's fault. <laughs> it was Valtteri's fault. Oh, my God. So, biggest news, the crash. <laughs> what? There was a crash this weekend? Yeah, I had no clue, right? Like, you don't go on any social media and you, you see a, a meme every other post about the crash. <laughs> It's they're hilarious. Best memes I of the season love so the memes, far. Man. The the email meme. Oh my god. The the the, the Leclerc meme. Like no thanks. I choose life. <laughs> <laughs> that one's awesome. Leclerc oh. going around the corner in the same spot as Verstappen and Hamilton inside of him, and Leclerc goes wide and is like, no thanks. I, I choose, choose life. life. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. When I first saw that, <clears throat> I think it was oversteer though, wasn't it? Or understeer? No, he definitely chose life. <laughs> he definitely chose life. Um, he definitely could have gotten closer. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on the crash? Just not like. Okay, well, we're gonna start it off very uh, focused. Just the crash, not about the celebration or the you know what happened to Max or anything. Just what happened? What do you think? What do you? What are you, what are you looking at? In my general synopsis, yeah, I have discovered that Lewis Hamilton. Is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a given. We got to get no, actual. I'm kidding. <laughs> subjective. Um, basically, what happened to me is Max Verstappen is known to be aggressive, and Lewis has had enough of it. Yeah. That's that's the basis of it. Yeah. I don't think you can get any more basic of that. Mm-hmm. Max has driven Lewis off the track many times. I <clears throat> support Max more than I support Lewis. Yeah. But Max has been over aggressive, and in some ways, this was coming. Yeah, I think it, I think it was. Um, they they both have uh, have pushed each other off the, pushed each other off the track a few times and it's I mean Max has more than Lewis prob- yeah I think so uh, yeah I think so but I overall it's you have two guys the most competitive guys on the grid one of some of the best allegedly. drivers allegedly I think Alonso if he was in a better car would be more competitive than these guys sure well more a better driver I don't know about more well he's pretty competitive though he is yeah they're super competitive that's what I meant was more competitive I don't know if I said better driver or not sorry higher ego yeah they all have huge egos they do but like Lewis and Max is up there yeah oh it's um, huge oh my god both of the them roof. yeah exactly and when you got these guys uh, in the first lap and they're racing for that that number one spot they're gonna go balls to the wall yeah, and they're they're not letting off. They're gonna they're gonna go as fast as possible, and um, they're gonna try to get that spot. Obviously, something can easily happen like yep. that. Um, so I say, if this isn't a racing incident, I don't know what is. No oh, bullshit, bro. <laughs> Lewis cleaned him out. 
don't even start with the racing incident thing. Then okay, well then what? Like what happened? <laughs> like Lewis cleaned him out, bro. Lewis on the inside didn't move. Max turned in. Max had the position. He was following the racing line. Look at both. No, look at where Lewis put his car. On the inside. Yes, Max gave him room. He did give room. You saw him. You could see him adjust the steering wheel. He adjusted the steering wheel. Yeah. He gave him room. Lewis missed the corner. If you see, like, you can see there's like half an inch. These of are tire. the best drivers in the world. <laughs> I know, but it like, oh my, it's still. I mean, you can't say he deliberately did it though. You can't say he was out there to, like, kill Max. No, he wasn't out there to kill him. He might have been out there to take him out of the race though. You don't know that. I. Bro, Lewis had no damage to that front wing. You can't tell me that wasn't more perfectly placed. And he's done this in the past. No, really. Look at Albon. He cleaned Albon out. (laughs) He's cleaned Max out before, and he did it again right there. Oh, yeah, he has. He just did it in the fastest part of the racetrack. He did, yeah, but... Listen, I don't think... He'd, he meant to do it in that corner, but I think that there was a little bit of him that saw an opportunity that said, I can win a championship right here, right now, <laughs> and took it. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, I mean, God, it's hard to say. You can't, well, you can't say, you can't confirm it. No, you can't confirm it's anything. Not, it's, it's all his thoughts. It's exactly. Unless yeah. he says it, you can't confirm nothing. This but is all not, speculation. He's not going to say that. That's the thing. No, no he's one will. I would never say it. I wouldn't it. say it either. I wouldn't say it. Even if I did, <coughs> and if I was in position, I might have, you know, if my ego was as big as Lewis Hamilton's, I might. And if it was as competitive, which in a Mercedes, especially after you lost the past four races, or not one, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say lost, but um, it's an opportunity. It's going to happen. Yeah. So. I, I honestly don't. He might have. I don't think he meant to spin him mm-hmm. per se, but he definitely meant to get him out of position, out of the race. Yeah. Not out of the race, but like out of the contention to win the race. Yeah. If he spun and then you know rejoined back in like a bit further behind, then. But I don't think he meant to do it on that corner. That was him going for the lead and him just missing the corner. He yep. missed the corner. You can't say he did it. The racing line, it was not. It was missing the apex. Yeah. Like it was. He completely wide. missed the apex. Yeah. Max gave him room. He just didn't back out. Yep. He could have backed out, but I think a lot of this is if it was another driver, Lewis probably wouldn't have stuck his nose in there. Probably. I think a lot of this is is that it's Max Verstappen, and one, Verstappen's in the lead and beating Lewis, who hasn't been beat since Rosberg, mm-hmm. and two, that like he he's egotistical. He, well, yeah, exactly. And Max has been known to be super aggressive, and Lewis is like, hey, man, I'm tired of your aggression. Exactly. Um, it's There's literally... Uh, you can't say it's all one person's fault. No, but no, can we take one second here and just recognize the fact that Max Verstappen is still alive? Yes, fifty-one Gs. Fifty-one Gs. They say the normal lethal amount in an F1 car is forty Gs. Uh, yeah, and the like. There was two in recent years that have been similar. Uh, Grosjean's was I think sixty or okay. around there. Yeah, um, and then uh, Jules Bianchi. Bianchi was the sensor actually broke. Yeah, and, well, the thing with Bianchi's, though, is that where he hit the truck. Yeah. If, if he's going straight into the barrier, he probably survives. Mm-hmm. But where he hit the truck, it just hit his head into a truck, man. There's no surviving that. The estimated uh, G-force, like, on his head was oh, 200 plus. Yeah, no, he's like, done. He's There's no way. No. But as far as, like, full car impact, it was Grosjean's and Max. Those are the two highest in uh, hybrid V6 era. And they both survived. Yeah, and they both survived, which is a godsend for these, <laughs> these new cars and a real proof of, of how safe they are. Yep. But still, you know, horrible thing that had to happen. Yeah. That, you know, that did, didn't have to happen, but it happened. But that's racing. 
that it. I again, I'm not going to call it a racing incident. No, but that's racing. And it sucks that something like, like that, a small tap of the wheels had to cause this big controversy because you have you know you have fans on both sides with all this this. Uh, I mean, the fans cheering as Max goes into the barrier is unacceptable, and the fans calling Lewis unspeakable things is unexpected exactly such a big event such a controversial event had to happen with you know there's no real place to direct the hate towards except the other driver Mm -hmm. whereas both drivers were at fault or toto bro yeah exactly michael check your emails (laughs) yeah it it sucks that something that this you know level had to be caused by such a small incident um so there's all this hate from both sides know where to direct towards truthfully so i mean you can hate the fia oh you can hate well we already do that exactly i think that the big problem here is that i don't think i think lewis gets hate regardless mm-hmm. but i think lewis is getting more hate because he won the race i think he's getting more hate because he celebrated the way he did no i think it's because he won the race if he doesn't win the race there's not as much hate towards him mm-hmm. and if he doesn't finish in the podium there's almost no hate towards him i would have been fine if he won the race but the fact, like, his celebration, dude, he, you know, got the the Union Jack and did a victory lap with that and then started waving that around and then just, you know, like, it's his eighth time winning at Silverstone. Like, calm down a little bit. I get it's yeah. nice to win out of your home race, mm-hmm. but just be respectful to Max. And I he, mean, I didn't see Max flying a flag when he won in Austria. Exactly. And and he did it cleanly and, and pwned the entire Field. Max even posted about it saying the uh, the celebration from Lewis was just unacceptable and, and uh, rude. Yeah, I saw that post. Yeah, he posted that. So I I think that was just like, I mean, I knew Lewis would celebrate because it's Lewis Hamilton. He's going to he's gonna celebrate. That's just who he is. Mm-hmm. But, and he has every right to celebrate. Oh, yeah. It's just messed up that he It did. is. I wouldn't. Well, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. You don't know because you're not in that position. Exactly. You don't know what being an F1 driver can do to your ego. Yeah. And the thing is, too. That I uh, that I have to say that goes on his side is that the um, they're not going to tell the driver during the race what happened to the the driver that crashed because they think it's going to affect his racing. They're not going to well, tell the whole full story. They might say da- like I saw a video of Daniel Ricardo. He was getting an interview afterwards, yeah, exactly. and they go and he goes, "How's Max?" And he's like, yeah. like he's in the hospital." He's like, "He's in the hospital." He had no idea, and this is hours later. Exactly. They don't tell him because they think it's going to affect their racing if they know what happened. Well, so, I mean, would it affect you to know that? you're in the same type of car as someone that just got sent to the hospital and that going around the same exact circuit, it would affect you. It would affect me if I was in Lewis' position where I said, I, you know, someone told me, yeah, you sent this car, you sent this guy to the hospital after sending him to the barrier at whatever, you know, 200 whatever kilometers an hour. I would feel horrible and it would affect my racing for sure. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I could see that he celebrated without knowing the full extent of what he did. So I could give that to his side, but then again, you know, it's still not acceptable. He still knows him. that he sent a car into the barrier 180 miles an hour. The first place car, his lead. You know, I don't think it matters that it's the first place car. Oh, it doesn't. I think that you just sent in a car into the barriers because I, I don't know why. It was maybe an incident. Maybe it was on purpose. We don't know. We don't know. But you still sent that, it 180 miles an hour into a barrier. Yeah. It, enough to red flag the race. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, any car. I mean, Enough to kill someone potentially. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, even 10 years ago, it could have killed someone. Easily. Not even... If he doesn't have a halo, potentially he dies. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And um, he and he's also pretty lucky that that tire that came off didn't come down. Like, that's why the halo's there. He would be... If he it was 10 years ago, that halo's not there. There's a real chance that rear tire that came flying off goes and hits his head. Exactly. <coughs> that's... <clears throat> the halo's a, a blessing, and uh, I, I'm i so glad that it's on the cars now. 
Um, and it's also a, a good sign when the helmet broke because it shows that the helmet took a lot of the impact from the G's instead of his actual head. Yep. Uh, another good sign that equipment's meant working. Working. And it's, it's doing what it's meant to do. And the Hans device. I don't know if they use a Hans device, but that neck brace that yes. they use, that's huge. That doesn't that be, is big. Because if he whips his neck, he's done. Oh, yeah. Like you break your neck, you're done. That's horrible, yeah. Yeah, that's why they're strapped in there like that, so they can't turn their head as much. Exactly. Otherwise, they go... Mm-hmm. Literally. Oh, yeah. That's why you can't see anything out of a race car. Cause you're, yeah, because like, you can't move your head. Exactly. But and in these situations, like, hey. And I, I, I was also thinking, um, kind of comparing this crash to the Grosjean crash. Do you think, and I, I, I couldn't figure this out. I think it. if you go into a barrier head-on versus mm-hmm. backwards, which one do you think would be, like, less damaging? Because I would think it's backwards because that's why they have some baby car seats, like, facing the other way mm-hmm. so that you're leaning back instead of leaning forward but i don't know i think they both freaking hurt they both freaking hurt and i think it depends on the barrier too yeah it would because yeah oh yeah because i mean grosjean went head on into a steel barrier yeah whereas you go rear in you're probably a little bit better even though i mean you're probably still going to tear the car in half into a steel barrier yeah oh that like the like the engine is behind them mm-hmm. so that's saving a bit of the impact the engine's gonna take the hit which by the way don't they only get so many engines like doesn't this really hurt red bull in the long run if this engine's toast which it probably is i think it would yeah and like this car is toast there's no the car's done there's nothing it's totaled like it's gone nothing to take from it Mm -hmm. maybe like and they already wrecked a car at baku you can take like one of the stickers off the (laughs) the decal that's it like that's the only thing that's i mean like a bushing <laughs> yeah but a 10 second time penalty i think this should have been like a stop and go but you know what i don't know i'm not i'm not the fia i can't say that no um well i knew when i saw the 10 second penalty i'm like at least he got a penalty but when he takes a 10 second penalty at his pit stop he's already made like a 25 second gap exactly so it doesn't do anything so it doesn't do anything so it almost be it make it better if you have to take it within the next five or ten laps make yeah. it more effective but again i'm not the fia and not just that this is what really got me was the red flag? They were allowed to work on the cars That's during the red. Wrong. Why? That's so stupid. It's red flag. That I think they should adopt an NASCAR style thing here, where red flag. You don't touch the car. No, exactly. Joey Logano got a two lap penalty this weekend because during the red flag, his crew member went in and allegedly Joey claims he took a picture. Mm-hmm. Well, other people think he was trying to pull. There was a piece of rubber that got into the throttle body. He was oh, trying right. to pull that out. Under red flag. Not allowed. Mm-hmm. Got caught on camera. Joe Logano had a two-lap penalty. I mean, he still finished fourth, but he still had a two-lap penalty. Yeah. So, there's an issue with that. There's and I think that, like, Lewis, if he has to come in and fix the thing, he's down to, like, I don't know, 13th, 14th place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, why are they allowed to, even at Baku, why were they allowed to change tires? Yeah, I, I think it's stupid. It um, it shouldn't be allowed. Like, if, no. That, that's it, period. I don't think it should be. I don't like the rule. No, me neither. I mean, I I, I like that drivers can get out and they can, you know. Yeah, you can get exactly, out of your car. Exactly. Who cares? It's awesome. Yeah, I think it's great. And um, But as far as the cars, untouched, especially when you cause a crash and there could be some, you know, loose carbon fiber or yeah. whatever. That, you deserve it. You need that, you know, if you if you screwed up your car, you're, that the penalty is you got to have a longer pit stop, change the wing out or whatever, right? And they claim like, oh, he had almost no damage. Well, I saw them gluing on a piece. I, they showed And it. they showed him gluing on a piece. And I was like, hey, that could hurt the aero sensitivity of this car even a little bit. Well, when they're going 320 kilometers an hour on the straight, 
every bit of arrow is there for a reason. So without it, it's going to be damaging. I mean, so. all these cars look pretty freaking similar, and some are way faster than others. Exactly. So. so. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, we guys talk about Charles Leclerc just, I mean, uh, dominated. He, he did dominate, yeah. Like, <coughs> phenomenal race, don't get me wrong. Like, he led the whole thing. It was awesome. Um, I almost want to think that um, Lewis didn't pass him. Like, he just kind of saved his tires and saved his, his charge of his battery mm-hmm. until the last few laps. But I can't I speak hate on that. team orders, man. <laughs> I hate team orders. I I get it. I get it. It's for a championship. Mm-hmm. But man, I hate team orders. God, it it's such a, a smack in the face too that that he's leading the whole thing, and then Lewis comes out of nowhere, like it with two and, laps to go. And I knew it too. I I knew it. Yeah, I could see it. I think most people could see it that you know Lewis was there saving his tires and um, he was going to get him. But I was hoping he'd defend a little bit more. But you can't defend Lewis with you know. Those tires, and I mean, charge battery. Like. Listen, they went into Castle. Is that yep. what's called Castle? Castle, uh, something like that. Anyway, they went into that turn where Max got killed. Okay, yep. and Lewis does the exact. No, 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 no. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay, Leclerc and Verstappen were in the same exact position. Yep. And what happened to Leclerc? Oh, that's right. He finished second. You know what happened to Max? He fucking died. Okay. He finished in the wall. Didn't yeah. Finish. Okay. Lewis changed his line. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Which means Lewis could have changed his line on Max's crash. Yeah. Which means Lewis should have had a bigger penalty, and it was intentional, <laughs> and it's not a race against it. This that proves, proves it. This proves it right here. Yep. Um, Max and Charles were both on the racing line, and <laughs> Lewis took the same path, but this time it didn't end up with Charles in the wall, or the other person in the wall. So. Yeah. Uh, I love how, like... When they went to red flag, it's like Christian Horner calling the FIA, like, Michael, this is absolute bullshit. And then Toto, Michael, check your emails. <laughs> I, I need you to check your emails, Michael. And I yeah. was like, and then and then it comes back to Christian. Christian, Michael, this has to be a DQ, right? <laughs> like, I love how they're just going back and forth. And you can hear those messages. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. I love to see that. And uh, <coughs> Helmut Marco was advocating for definitely one race suspension for Lewis. It was mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah. Um, and then you see, like, there was, they interviewed um, Otmar, forget it, uh, The guy from Aston Martin. Exactly. And he was like, oh, I see no issue with it. Well, he, yeah, buddy, but you also work for basically Mercedes' little sister, okay? <laughs> like, come on, bro. Yeah, he said it was a racing incident. Um, and everything's fine. Everything's not fine, but you can't blame it on somebody. Like, the uh, Red Bull and, and Mercedes are doing, but I, I expect them to do that because it's their driver. So bullshit bro it is but it really is uh i mean norris fourth place another Man. huge day uh and arguably could have won the race had he not had that bad pit stop man true it i mean it would have been so cool to see him at least on podium at silverstone i think you would have liked to see it what i would have loved to see is the entire british podium at silverstone <laughs> and listen if george goes to mercedes next year this could happen. There, it's a legit shot. Yeah, exactly. That we could see this. Oh, yeah. And that would be awesome. It could easily happen. That would be amazing. That'd be a great day. I'd love to see the party. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the party? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. And then Sunata with his uh, top 10, so points. Ocon in ninth, you know? Yeah. Strolls in Shut up. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I'm just, like, astonished. <laughs> Alonzo in 
Seventh and Sainz comes back from the sprint race. The sprint race. I forgot there was even a sprint race. <laughs> yeah, okay. we do. Sergio Rex in the sprint race just makes a mistake. And it really hurt his entire weekend. Yeah. Uh, Carlos got taken out by Stroll, or Russell, allegedly. Come on, bro. Okay, you're going to give Russell a three-place grid penalty on an opening lap incident. The next day, this happens with Lewis, and some of the guys are arguing, oh, well, they're pretty lenient on opening lap incidents. They weren't pretty lenient when Stroll, or Russell, barely got into signs and gave him a three-place grid penalty. That's not pretty lenient. No, it's not. That's a penalty. Oh my God! They're doing my boy George dirty. And not you know what pissed me off is the announcers trying to justify not giving Lewis a penalty before it already happened, as if they knew it was going to happen. Uh, um, on a side note, kind of side note, how'd you like the sprint race? Uh, it was a money grab. It was a money grab. It's um, it had one good lap. It had an opening lap craziness, and it was like, okay, let's go, let's go crazy, and then nothing happened. Catering to the short attention span of. The younger viewers. Next gens. Well, you know what? Next, you know what? Younger viewers. I'm a younger viewer. You're a younger viewer in their opinions. And you know what? I don't give a shit because I watched the entire race the next day perfectly fine. Exactly. Um, still, I, I, it, I, it was all right. Mm-hmm. It was better than I thought it would go, but I still it's a want. a money grab gimmick, bro. I still want qualifying on Saturday. Yeah. I didn't get to yeah. see qualifying, and I love qualifying. I know. It's like one of my favorite things of the year is qualifying. Yeah. I didn't get to see it because. <laughs> I did see it, but I already knew what happened. I didn't watch it. I PVR. I don't PVR races. We've been over this. <laughs> I already know what happened though, but it was spoiled. So <laughs> uh, yeah, George went to Q3. So I watched highlights on George driving into Q3. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Peace out. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Later. Yep. It was nice to see though. I'm glad. And he was so excited. So excited. Oh, I love I, George. I love to see the Williams team when they do something like get into Q3 and they're all excited. It's yeah. I love to see it. And it's everyone's so, forgetting about one of the biggest news this week. The 2022 car was revealed. Yes, true. I got a picture I'm pulling up here so we can take a look at it. Um, okay, one issue. What the hell is that color scheme, F1, oh that they showed? God. You can't see half the freaking car. Maybe they did it on purpose. That's probably why they did it. I mean, NASCAR did the same thing when they were leaking images themselves. All car companies get like a camouflage or something on their new cars. I hate it. It's so stupid. But um, 18-inch wheels. Or 18, yeah, 18-inch wheels and like a lower lower profile tire. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) If it races good, great. It's going to race worse, that's the thing. It's going to race worse? Apparently. How? I don't know. I thought... thought, (laughs) Uh, as long as you get close to 20 inch, 20 inch is like ideal mm-hmm. for road cars. Apparently, they were saying that this is going to be worse. I don't, I don't know why, but. But maybe aerodynamically, it'll make up for it. Maybe. And they got the little like fins here. Kind of like. I, think, I saw those. Those were kind of ugly. I thought um, they were saying that it looks like an indie car from like. It does like, look a lot like an indie from car. From like 10 years ago or something like that. Like, yeah. Um, the, uh, the rear wing is so weird. It, it's like a V shape, it goes in. Like, it yeah. goes inwards. I know the current ones, they go down and then in like that, but mm-hmm. these will just go straight, like, V-shape. Yeah, we, so are we going to get rid of DRS? Is that what you're saying? Because it doesn't look like it can open. That does not look like it's going to open at all. Which, if they got rid of DRS, that would kind of suck. Well, maybe not. Cool. Maybe it's good enough racing that they don't need DRS anymore. And that would make it even better. Uh, <laughs> no more DRS trains. Uh, <laughs> you can say that, too. But apparently, because of these new, like, fins around the wheels and stuff, you can get a lot... Um, Oh, what was he saying? Got a lot closer on the corners, apparently. Like, yeah. th- it takes dirty air a lot better. So okay, you can, so you that's can, good. You can stay on someone around a corner a lot closer. Okay. Uh, you know, allegedly. supposedly. Supposedly, allegedly, exactly. Um, I swear, if we see the first race next year in Australia and they can't pass at all, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Oh, my God. Like. <sighs> I'm sorry, but the front wing is so ugly. It's really ugly. 
they have the stupid fins that go up. It looks like a Honda Civic you'll see at 3 a.m. just revving down your street, you know. Looks like wah, a freak. <laughs> it looks like a shark peeking out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see when I look at it. It kind of does. And uh, the nose is so, like, thick again. They brought back the thick nose. It's so long. The nose is so... I just noticed that right now. The like, nose just looking is at it, long. it looks like... Oh, I can't say that. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Pinocchio. No. Pinocchio. We'll, we'll go, with, go that. with Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else. No, it looks like a Pinocchio nose. It looks like Pinocchio's lied quite a bit, and then every time that Lewis Hamilton wrecks someone, it gets longer. <laughs> so, it's going to be pretty freaking long by 2023. Oh, it's going to be very long. And then when he's crossed the finish line, he'll have a faster lap because it probably crossed the line. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> faster laps throughout the season. <clears throat> um, Is that like, it looks like they have the side of the car open. Like right here, you mean? Yeah. Like, I don't. Uh, what we're talking about is the left side of the cockpit. I think that's part of like cooling for the rear like brakes. Like the engine or something? Or the brakes, because well, I know that's the intake, so that might be cooling. Okay, yeah. That means through like the, the radiator. Mm-hmm. Might be like behind the driver or something. I don't know. It's a weird, um, like a lot of rally cars will have holes in the side of them. Yeah. Like there's the um, Subaru. Um, to cool the brakes or whatever, because yeah. they get so hot, because they're just constantly going. Yeah, and they have the rear mounted radiator. Some of them have radiators rear mounted, and they just put it in the trunk and then they mm-hmm. have holes in the side going through kind of cooling that might be it i think the current i don't think they they might have small holes there in the current f1 cars but these ones are just you know what i find so fascinating about the f1 cars they'll have like a floor and they're like mercedes brought a huge modification this week and it's like a little fin like three of them <laughs> and i'm like that's a huge modification man oh it's the smallest things it's just, it's like oh my god like, when you say huge modification, I'm thinking, like, man, this floor better be, like, three inches down lower and, like, have a bunch <laughs> of fins on it and, like, a riptide effect going over it. And and like no, a, it's, like, three a, tiny little fins off the side. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's a small thing. <coughs> and it's crazy because it can, it can make a big difference. That's mm-hmm. the crazy part. But I don't know. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with the wheels. I don't. I think that's just aesthetic for There's the show. There's just something about the nose that's just so ugly. From the cockpit forward. It looks... I love I love the back of the car. Yeah, I like that. I like the wing. Mm-hmm. I like the the body shape. Yeah, I don't mind the wheels, but the front wing and the nose is so ugly. It lo- it looks way. It too looks long. like a hammerhead shark. It's- <laughs> <laughs> it does. It looks like a giraffe mixed with a hammerhead shark because that long nose. <laughs> it's too skinny here, maybe. Like yeah, right, it's too right, skinny. Right where the axles are pointing out, it's too skinny, maybe. I don't know. Hey, I, it can look like a freaking clown car as long as it drives good. As long as the racing is good, and apparently <laughs> as opposed, to, they're big numbers. Big numbers are saying. I can't remember the numbers, but big numbers apparently they're saying, allegedly. So, Haas 2022 world champion. <laughs> Imagine. Nick Schumacher. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. But oh, did you see his new Mick Schumer, Mick Schumacher's new post? No, he was uh, driving his dad's old. Oh yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> no, and then in the the caption for his post was in my dad's car. Vroom vroom. <laughs> 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 it was awesome. Oh my gosh, such Mick. a good race yeah. and such a good time. What's the next race anyway? Uh, Belgium, I, or no? It's there's a race before Belgium. Yeah, uh, but that's the next one. It's I in think. a really weird spot. Um, uh, it's a weird name. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. It's it, nothing. It's but, it's a weird one. But Belgium's coming up though. Hungarian Budapest. Oh yes. Is that in this? Is that a street course? 
Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. It could oh, be. I can't wait for Spa. Dude, Spa. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God. This Spa is still almost two months away. Or a month and... It's a month and a week away. Good this God. Is next, like, we got a race for Hungary and then a whole month off, basically. What's it? I think the first weekend of September or the last mm. of August? Last yeah, week? it's the last weekend in August. God, that's so long away. But then we get, like, three straight. Yeah. Which, I mean, is better, but, I mean, come on, well, man. A- after a break, I expect to have, like, a, <coughs> a, a back-to-back. But what's the point of waiting, like, two weeks here for the Olympics or whatever, and then we go back and it's like, boom, a month off. I Why not just do, like, Hungary in the middle of August or something? Hey, there you go. That would have been kind of cool. That way it kind of ties over. Like you get the Olympic break, you get another week, and then you do Budapest. And then yeah. you only have two weeks to wait instead of three. Even spacing. Exactly. I guess... F- or the Formula One never heard of that. So, I don't know, uh, man. They should just hire me for everything. That would make racing so much better. And NASCAR. We'll do both of them. We'll I mean, NASCAR schedules. is pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Just add more horsepower, less downforce, and what, less what? Road cookie cutters and road courses. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And no sk- stagecoach. And you have to have at least a little bit of personality to run in my NASCAR. <laughs> exactly. If you don't, if you say this, like, there's, you have to have, like, it's like a um, taboo. Or it's like <laughs> you say certain words in an interview and you, just, like, you can't say those words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that, the, is that the game you can't taboo? Say, I don't know. You, I, I know. How about this? this game. You can't say, oh, I think my current manufacturer? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say, like, oh, I think I had a good race. Uh, race good. Uh, uh, race good. No one gives a shit. All right. <laughs> that's. I think that's it for this week. <laughs> yeah, that um, is. Sorry for the technical difficulty earlier. And remember, Lewis Hamilton, it's all your fault. It's all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> no racing incident. No racing incident. All right. Anyway, have a good week. Bye, Grammy. Bye-bye.